Welcome to the Mortcast. Before we get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Um, it is spring, despite the uh, recent mini snowstorms that we've had recently. Um, it It's a great time right now, since things are kind of opening up a little. Um, you can go to Blanchard Family Wines and go outside, of course, when it's not snowing, but on Sunday, it's going to be like 65. If you're, So if you live in Denver, keep that in mind. So if you want to go out outside, have safe, socially distanced uh, time out, uh, I would highly encourage you to go to Blanchard Family Wines, uh, get their 2017 Cabernet, which is obviously, as you know, the CSG recommendation for you. But there's also the Pinot, they also have Syrahs, they got everything that you need, even Whites, the Rieslings. They got partnerships with Western Slope gal, um, calories, uh, wineries uh, that are called Restoration and Storm Cellars. They got like everything you need right there to support a local Colorado business. If you're like me, you can't really go in um, and until you get vaccinated, uh, go to bfwdenver.com. Pick yourself up a bottle. They have a whole bunch of other products on the on the website too. So get yourself a bottle of that 2017 Cabernet, or you can uh, book a virtual wine tasting. Now I will be having a giveaway here shortly uh, of some virtual wine tasting gift certificates uh, that I'm sure you will enjoy. Um, just keep that in mind, folks. Virtual wine tasting gift certificates given away. I will be having a. Uh, it won't be a contest, but you know I'll do something either on Twitter or here to kind of get to you. Aside from that, they have all you need at bfwdenver.com. So go there or go down to Blanchard Family Wines in the Dairy Block and have yourself a safe, socially distanced time out enjoying some great wine. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field right in the middle of the Dairy Block. Go to bfwdenver.com to book your virtual wine tasting or pick yourself up a bottle. They do delivery, shipment, and they do uh, curbside uh, pickup. So you can do that too. They're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Morecast, part of the CSG Network. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, I had a whole thing planned today for uh, talking about the Denver Nuggets. and um, Obviously, events of this past week have kind of changed that. Um, on Monday, a, a, a gentleman came into a King Supers in Boulder and killed ten people. With a with a uh, assault rifle or modified assault rifle. Um, I I love this city. Uh, there is no one who loves Denver more than me. I can say that honestly. It's a it's a it's my home. Um, I lived outside of Denver for about eight years, but I spent I'm you know forty three. Spent 35 years of my life here. Um, it is my home. It is where I I consider to be, it's where I put down my roots. It is where my family has lived for, I'm a second generation Denverite. Uh, my friend Andy Feinstein's five generations. Um, you, 
since 1999, um, so 22 years ago, we have seen uh, an outcropping of mass shooting violence in the city that is horrific, um, and it and it makes it just makes me unbelievably sad. We as a populace in this city uh, the last 22 years have gone through levels of horrific violence, be it from Columbine, uh, the STEM school shooting, the Thornton uh, Walmart shooting, which is, the Thornton Walmart is about two miles away from me. Um, and uh, obviously what happened in Boulder it's 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 senseless it's awful and it's it's i've gone beyond anger to just utter despair over this and it shouldn't be this way uh i'm not going to give i don't know the solutions um due to the way we are set up in this country i don't know what to do you can bang the drum we can all bang the drum about what should be done, could be done, needs to be done. We can all do that. Um, we can all sit back and declare that we have the solution, which is yada, 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 all of which is easier said than done. This is hard, hard, hard work. But I just kind of think about the ten lives that were lost, the people who just you know, were in there. I mean, one kid uh, was a friend of a YouTube streamer who... Uh, came in and was just getting something at the at the checkout and got killed. Twenty years old. Had worked there at that King Supers. Several other employees of that King Supers also lost their lives. People who were coming in to get vaccinated, life saving vaccinations were killed. And I'm, I, I can't sit here and say that any one thing can benefit this whole situation. Obviously, the ultimate thing is to uh, would be to just ban weapons, and which would which would I think we all are very firmly aware that if you repeal the Second Amendment, that would create some problems that you don't want to have. But the uh, common sense. Uh, like one of the most one of the most popular legislations in the history of this country was the assault weapons ban in 1994, the Brady Bill, named after James Brady, who was shot along with uh, Ronald Reagan in uh, 1981 uh, in the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan. Uh, Brady uh, basically was paralyzed um, because of it. And he really pushed hard for assault weapons bans, and the and Bill Clinton signed the the Brady Bill in uh, 1994, and it was one of the most, if not the most, popular bit of of uh, of legislation in the last 28 years. It was universally praised, almost except for obviously certain segments of the company of the country. The NRA spent the next uh, 10 years 
lobbying heavily to repeal or, or let the, because there was a 10-year ban, to let it just go and not have, have it reinstated, not made permanent. And once that went out, uh, it, it's got worse. Now, obviously, Columbine happened during the assault weapons ban. It's obviously, it's not a cure-all. It's not something that is going to, uh, that obviously did not prevent these sort of things. Um, but it went a long way, and, and, and violence with, you know, mass, uh, what, what is essentially a weapon of mass destruction, um, really went lower in, during that time, that 10 years. Uh, the explosion of violence since then has largely been a combination of people who are, are, you don't, you don't want angry people with the ability to revisit something, to, to, to go to the source of their anger in order to kill them. Really, that is the, that is the crux of this. And it has happened far too much in the state of Colorado. Every Coloradan should look at this and feel deeply, personally hurt by what has been happening in our state since 1999. I cannot stress this enough. There is no reason that there should be mass funerals for people who are not there in any sort of combat People just going to a movie theater. People just going to get groceries. Kids at school. Twice. People going into a Walmart one night. None of this. None of this should happen. Do we need to look at ourselves as a people? Do we need to understand that our choice of tool to met out our grievances is something that is is probably uh, an extension of our culture and our issues as a culture in the United States, particularly in the state of fucking Colorado. Maybe. It's not going to get solved until we change ourselves. We cannot... We cannot let this continue on. We never... And, and, and here's one of my big problems. And I've been thinking about this since Monday. There has... There is a... There is a lack... There is a lack of ability to do any sort of substantial introspection about how we as a country, particularly in this state, address this issue. It is a zero-sum game. A lot of it has to do with a very large lobbying operation located in the United States that is dedicated solely to the access to firearms and, more importantly for them, the sale of of firearms. The unfettered sale of firearms. That's that's 100% where you are with them. Okay? The NRA is dedicated solely to that, the preservation and sale of firearms, a big industry. 
as long as you have wings of governments and all this stuff, lobbying industries that are dedicated only with the sole purpose, the sole purpose of propagating things that, like, look, you're never going to ban guns in the United States. It's never going to happen. People who are listening to this in, the, in Europe or places like that, I'm sorry, that's never going to happen. It is written into the Constitution. It would take a sea change. If, if school shootings did not change this, this is not going to, obviously, it's, it's, it's written at this point, as much as it behooves me, okay? But a simple, a simple thing like assault weapons ban should be universally, as it was in 1994, universally accepted and loved. It's a, it's, it, and in, the, in the grand scheme of things, this is a small step. But it needs to be explored. Part two is, is, quite frankly, and maybe this is specific to the state of Colorado, we need to address mental health, and we need to address angry people with guns. And our inability to, we kind of, and this has been happening since Reagan was in office in 1981, our, our inability to deal with people adequately with mental, issues, mental health issues has been a problem in this country for ages. It's not coddling, it's addressing serious mental health problems, identifying it and getting people to seek help. We don't do that. So what happens is people end up getting angry, stewing, getting the thing that they would that get grabbing the thing. The guy at the Boulder shooting bought a rifle a week, no, five days before the, the incident. And no one raised any red flags. What does that tell you? It is it is infuriating that we cannot address this issue in common sense, practical ways that will get us to a point where this shit doesn't happen. And I don't know why. And this this state, this state I love, this city I absolutely love and will continue to live in despite the fact that I hate snow. This city has a real real problem and it's about fucking time that we address it and we address this problem in a practical and not hot-blooded manner okay the boulder city council passed an assault weapons ban that was overturned six days before the shooting that had the 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 guy who shot up the place was a resident of arvada so it wouldn't apply to him anyway but he was a resident of Arvada. Came into a Boulder King Supers and shut up the place. And I'm sad for the families. I'm sad for our state. Governor Polis, people of Denver, Mayor Hancock, the metro area, extending up to Boulder. We all need to sit down and address our shit. There's something wrong that this keeps happening. And it makes me sad that the place that I love cannot get their fucking shit together. There's no need for this.
There's no need for this to continue for 22 goddamn years. Colorado, get your fucking shit together. Thank you for joining me on the latest Morecast. I'll be back soon to talk about the Denver Nuggets. Goodbye.